Hello and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, a comrader retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Shin Garrett. I'm Evan. And I'm Chris. And this week we watch episodes 21 and 22 of Kamen Rider Ryuki entitled Yue's Past and Raya's Revenge. R-A-I-A? How would you say that? No, that's the right thing. I'm just I'm not entirely sure who Raya is. The, it, that's the name of the, the Stingray Rider. Oh! That's the name of the yeah. Rider. The, right. the, future, okay. the future guy. Okay, that makes more sense. I don't think they've ever actually said it, so I guess that makes sense. They've said it a couple times. <laughs> Look, like there's so many names in this show at this point. Yeah, a little bit. We do have a really large cast, yeah. And some, some of like I try to remember them all, but like IT Lady is IT Lady. I don't know her real name. It was only, she was only upgraded to main character for that, like, one episode, so. Like, I think it's, it's something. Yeah. It's something. <laughs> it is almost surely something, yeah. Yeah, it's almost surely a name. Um, It's probably Nanako. Because I don't think it's Megumi. I don't even know who, who the fuck is Megumi. Megumi uh, was from uh, Kiva. No, there's a Megumi in Ryuki, according to the wiki. I don't. Is it the ants? Uh, I, I don't think she exists yet. Huh, okay. We're going to worry about that in the future. That's probably a good idea. Um. Anyway, we're going to talk about these episodes that I watched. We watched as a group. Right. Yes. The, the colloquial eye. Uh, sorry I wasn't here last week. My life has been nuts lately. I mean, it happens. Uh, when I was going back and listening through the last few episodes, I think, um, there was one that me and you recorded on January 1st, Evan, uh-huh. where I was like, maybe this, maybe this year will be much chiller. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Yeah. I think I, I and I listened to it on the last day of January and was like, well, well that that didn't go well. Yeah, not entirely. Let's go through these episodes and talk about these these the stupid men doing stupid man things and fighting for stupid reasons. I mean, uh, not Shinji's a good boy. Shinji's a good boy, but like literally every other guy on this show is kind of just like, man, you're just kind of dumb. Um Miyuki's uh, like half half okay. Yeah, but he believes in fortune telling. But but he <laughs> hasn't been wrong. It's not ridiculous to believe in magic powers when your magic powers actually work. That is true. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, have you considered that things also haven't been coming true? But they have been. He's he's going to die next. Is he? I actually don't know. I just—I mean, he said fate can be changed. It is kind of funny to see him yeah. be like, "My fortunes are never wrong," but I mean, the future can change, though. So. Yeah, it's it's kind of a cop out. <laughs> like, okay, bud. Just like a real fortune teller. Mm-hmm. Um. So this first episode, UA's past, is not super a whole lot about UA's past. Yeah, it's more about this house uh, being ominous. Yeah. Well, and... it's not about her past unless there's time travel involved. I was like, yeah, I actually did kind of uh, the the reveal of the the picture is recent. I was like, ooh, that that does seem enticing to me. Yeah, that that's actually neat, and weird. It's I'm sitting here going either either we've got time travel or we have weird alternate universe bullshittery going on. Because, like, the premise of Ryuki is extremely weird, and we just haven't dealt with that weirdness in a while. It's mostly just been about superhero fights for a while now. 
and newspaper drama. <laughs> but uh... And it does seem to finally be getting into, hey, what's this thing about alternate realities in an entire mirror world? Yeah. A I'm, little yeah. bit more. At least with Yui. Like, Shinji is just doing his karate bugman thing. I could be down for some more weirdness, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, as a recap from last time, uh, Ren was trying to murder Shinji and become more like the murderer guy. Um, He's kind of half-heartedly trying to murder him. Yeah. He's not really into it. Yeah. He can't do it. Shinji's just too much of a good boy. He's like, I can't do it. I can't murder this goodness. He tries a bit, but it's yeah, it doesn't work very well. Um, so Miyuki ends up coming in and saving Shinji. Um, also this rhino still exists and it's still a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess the reason the rhino stuck around was so that the murderer dude could have two, uh, Digimon. Yeah, like, the actual reason, I guess, is because, oh, you, you killed him so his monster remembers and wants to kill you or something but yes the actual thing is hey asakura has two contract cards for some reason so now he's got two monsters so he can be even stronger for no reason uh we'll get to that yeah uh shiro is like intentionally pumping this guy up i guess is the idea like he's giving him extra powers and shit so all the rest of the characters have to do stuff because otherwise they wouldn't be willing to commit murders it does definitely feel like that because Kazaki Shiro refuses to answer questions and is like no but fight I need it I need you guys to fight you gotta fight it is Don't. kind of funny to have uh, Shiro in the in the position that the writer is in at this point where they've introduced a bunch of characters into like a death game but not actually given them any reasons to fight the death game so they have to like find new ways to introduce conflict into the story well, it's it's uh, most of them have reasons to fight the death game it's just shinji is interacting with all a bunch of them and fucking it all up <laughs> I suppose that's true, yeah. Shinji's just king keeps being like, hey, have you guys considered not murdering each other? Hey guys, mm. murder is kind of bad. Maybe <laughs> don't do that. Oh, but we must murder. I must murder so that my girlfriend can wake up. He's like the main character in a Danganronpa game, except it actually works when he says, let's not murder each other. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't, I didn't play those games, nor read the LP when it was a thing. Oh. It worked so well. That they had to bring in an actual murderer. Okay, um, so there's a so there's like the boy band photo op scene in the beginning of this episode, and I cannot unsee it as that. Oh, the whole where it's like washed out with orange light the whole time, and everybody's just like standing on like the beachfront outside of their writer form. Yeah, yeah, that did feel like is gonna just all gonna pose and get a snapshot and be there like, are, faith plus one. <laughs> exactly yes you got you got to the joke before i did i was also gonna I, joke I, about I it being a christian rock band that that is li that is the one south park episode i find hilarious every time <laughs> see I, the the one reason this couldn't possibly be a uh, a christian rock band is uh there are non-white people in it so that is true <laughs> mm. it's it, a japanese christian rock band <laughs> All right, we're just going to put this on the back burner and move I on. Don't think they Ryuki have those. is secretly a Christian rock band. We're, we're moving on. Um, okay, so anyway, the, it's brought up that the Rhino's going after Takeshi, which like no shit. Um, Shinji's like, "Hey Ren, what? Why are you trying to murder me?" And Miyuki's like, "Oh, by the way, he's trying to save his wife." Yeah, fiance yeah. that's gonna die. Fucking Shinji finally figures out exactly what Rin's motivation is. Twenty-one episodes into this fucking series, and Shinji finally gets a clue. Well, well, Rin didn't know for a while either, so <laughs> it's, it's not just... really that long. No, it's just like, man, you could talk. You could have talked this out earlier, and we wouldn't be in some of the problems we've had. But no, we got to do it for dramatic effect. Okay, uh... sure, fine. 
I did. I do like how he has the line of uh, like, "Oh, is that why you carry around those rings all the time?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no fucking shit, Shinji." Nah, it's just bro rings. <laughs> like, I, I, do, I just don't know why this doesn't like upset me as much as like Kiva did. Like, like I feel like this is probably like bad, but I I can't like I don't hate it because Ren. We've spent enough time with Ren that we're like, "Aha, yeah." He's budget Batman. He's he's kind of just oh da da da. But we see like the chinks in the armor, and it's very obvious that this is a this is a persona that Ren is trying to put on and not a hundred percent succeeding at. Like he he wants to be Asakura. He wants to be this cold hard killer, and he's not. Yeah, he can't murder good. And, and it comes through very blatantly that this is not who you are, so it's much easier to just kind of laugh off and go, oh, Ren. Oh, Ren, you're being such an idiot. I kind of just like, I like Shinji's reaction because, like, okay, he, he has the line about the rings, but, like, he obviously knew that Ren had some motivation up until this point. So it, it doesn't, like, drastically change his view of him, but it, it gives him the opportunity to directly confront Ren about things. Yeah. So it doesn't, like, change their relationship, really. It just allows it to progress to the next step, finally. But, but it, like, it does allow Shinji to be like, but am I right? Yes. Am I being, am I good? Yeah, like, should I really be fighting for this guy's girlfriend to stay in a coma? We get the, it's a little bit later uh, in the episode, but we get the very, very good line from Editor, where there is, there's only one set of facts, but there are hundreds of justifications. That was a good-ass line. That's a fantastic fucking line. I love it so much. Yeah, it was a good, good bit. That doesn't answer any of this, but it's a good-ass line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The show's just like, fuck you, we're not answering this. No, you'll figure uh, it out eventually. But what about now? Well, it would be nice there's, now. There's no. no right answer. That's why it's dramatic. Pretty much. No, yeah. obviously Shinji is right because he is the protagonist. <laughs> he is the main character. Yeah. I mean, he's probably going to be the most right. But it's go I get the feeling it's so going like, to be a thing where it's so like, like, well, these people aren't wrong, per se. Here's the thing, though. Why not just, like, have one person win and just have them, like, do, like, a wish with a bunch of commas <laughs> and, like, semicolons to just fit everybody's in? Cause well, obvious... Shiro's pretty vague about how this whole wishing thing works. So. Yeah, like, I'm sitting here going, because the wishes don't exist and Shiro's lying. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, they're, they're obviously, they obviously fell for that, so, like, that's a moot point. Yeah, that's true. Your your project manager side is coming out, Garrett. You're like, well, obviously the right solution is for them to all get a committee together and submit a proposal to Shiro about the like, best way to solve this problem. <laughs> so nobody has to murder anyone. Uh, the, 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 the core solution is for the writers to unionize and use their collective bargaining power to talk to Shiro and be like, hey... We're not okay with this. <laughs> or like, I assume like if they if their monsters eat enough other monsters, I assume they can just do whatever. So like, just do just grind a bunch. Right. Well, I'm ass yeah, I'm assuming that's where they're going with this because like that's that's the uh, the reveal at the end of Fate too is it's just a way to accumulate a bunch of power. That like probably whoever just accumulates a bunch of power is gets like uh, the ability to just do a lot of stuff. Wait, I thought, the Holy, I thought the Holy Grail did actually grant a wish. Um, well, you can use it to do most things, but that's just because it's a lot of mana, and you can you can break the rules of magic with you have enough mana. So it's just like a repository of a massive storage of mana, more than that most people could contain. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is okay. is that what it's filled with? Is it's filled with mana? Is that why it's a Grail? W what? Is it a grail so it can hold the liquid substance of mana? Okay, well, in Fate Grand Order, they've gone into this where it's like, they'll just call, like, anything that has a lot of mana a holy grail. Or originally, like, in the original story, it's kind of like to play this little trick on you because King Arthur's involved and it's like, is it right to fight for this and stuff? But 
the the grail is just like a bunch of it's just magic it's a bunch of magic but also like that's an induendo if you think about it hard enough with how fate was started as an age game and how how you refilled your servant's mana <laughs> oh well, right the... that was the actual way to refill mana wasn't it uh, not necessarily. The, none of the one other of the characters. Ways. None of the other characters had to do sex stuff. Just Shiro because he was extremely bad at it. Okay. He's not a he's not a real wizard, so he has to do the sex magic. Not a real wizard wins anyway. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's when your dad implants the remnants of Avalon inside you. You have a bit of an advantage. The, the literal implants of the literal place of Avalon. Uh, Avalon is the name of Excalibur's sheath in the Fate universe. Okay. And what the, the sh- fuck is Fate? <laughs> fan fiction. It's it's historical fan fiction. Yeah, it's, it's historical Super Smash Brothers. That used to be the meme before it became like a big thing. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's historical Super Smash Brothers where you want to bone the characters. <laughs> I mean, that's basically normal Super Smash Brothers for some people, but yeah, that's that's just Super Smash Brothers. I mean, y- y'all saw the new character reveal. Yeah, that's they exactly just add Pyra and yeah. Pyra and Mitha, and they give her the bodysuit, which makes it even. It better. It looks so bad. What are you talking about? The bodysuit is so much better than just bare skin. No, like, okay, so he, it's 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 not necessarily Uncanny Valley, but, like, it's just, like, it's not even, like, a bodysuit. It's just, like, paint over skin. Like, it looks super bad, and it looks, like, more sexualized than, like, Bayo or, like, exactly. Zero Suit, <laughs> because, like, they at least, like, it looks like clothing for them. But for this, yeah. they're just, like, change the skin color to red. It's fine. No, this is better. Just, just let the no, Xenoblade characters be sexy. They can just be sexy. It's fine. Make them it, sexier by giving bodysuits. Like, they made it worse. They made it worse by trying it's to fantastic. censor it. Exactly. It's great. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. It's I think really it's bad. fine. It's like Ganryu and Beidou and Genshin Impact. The bodysuits make it better. Oh, no, wait. No, that's <laughs> Mona. No, yeah. like... But it Gr- looks like Genryu she has wears clothes... Tights. Both Mona like, and Genryu wear tights. But they look like it's actually clothes. For Pyra and Mithra in Smash, it doesn't. And that's my problem with it. Okay. It just looks bad. It just looks like they, they changed the skin color to make it, like, body paint color. See, I was just about to launch into a whole thing about Avalon being, like, the like the ideal of a messiah and, like, the idea of faith being contained in the the sheath and stuff okay this is too much we need to get back to common writer you know i it it just makes me sad every day i wake up knowing i will never create something as wild as fate uh it would be almost impossible to do so it's like if i don't know it's like creating pokemon it's a one in a million fucking thing no because (laughs) digimon's right there and digimon is i'm garrett i'm sorry i love digimon it's a great show. It is nowhere near the level of Pokemon. I mean, look, man, like quality doesn't your quantity doesn't equal quality. Mm. On uh, in, in the in the terms I'm looking for, yeah, it does. It's Digimon makes nowhere near the amount of money that Pokemon yeah, does. But like it is not the it is it is the much significantly smaller media property. Yeah, I, that's fine, I, but like one of them I get more enjoyment out of. That's fine. <laughs> I get like them... I'm fishing. I'm fishing for a comparison here of something that has like an extremely obvious like authorial fingerprint on it, but is also extremely weird but very popular at the same time. Uh, to compare to Fate and like, I mean, I guess that's like Marvel Comics or something, but which is also incredibly popular now. So hey, yeah, I'm just sad knowing I, I'll never be able to create anything like Fate. <laughs> like I want a bullshit like just world. Then make it. Yeah, I should I should run more D and D games. Those guys who made it, who did Record of Lotus War, they got popular. Like, yeah, they, they published their thing. That's true. We should just play D and D. That's the moral of this story. <laughs> um, anywhere the fuck were we before this tangent? We were at the part where they were breaking up on the uh, the beach, 
Like they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they had just established what, like, oh, okay, everyone knows stuff now. Time to split. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the reasoning for fighting, and and now Shinji's yes. like, what? Actions have consequences? No way. And then murderer uh, guy is punching a wall, and I'm like, is he trying to do something to that wall? I'm. Uh, he's just. <laughs> he, he's just it, angry. He is just like clinically, like it seems aggressively psychopathic. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought he was, like, trying to open up a secret passage or something for a while there, but no, he's just, like, needs to punch, I guess. Nah, he's just so angry that his fight boner got blue-balled that he has to punch the wall. <laughs> yeah, and, and Ren's just there, and he's like, hey, uh, could you, like, could you, like, kill that dude for me? <laughs> Ren, realizing he can't actually murder, is like, hey, murderer, you want to do some murder? I, I kind of like this development, too, where, where Ren's like, okay, I like Shinji too much to murder him. Maybe I'll just have this guy murder him. Yeah, because Takeshi's like, hey, who's that dude in the red? And Ren's like, oh, you mean Ryuki? Like, Shinji? And Takeshi's like, yeah, I want to punch him. And Ren's like, dope. I do like that fucking Asakura like is so pissed because Shinji was actually able to like stand up to him. And yeah. Fight back. Yeah. And that's so unacceptable. Then, so then we go to the cafe where Yui's like, "Hey, Auntie, um, can you tell me about this uh, this house I vaguely have flashbacks to?" And no. Auntie's like, "Gotta go, bye." Can't tell you a goddamn thing. Gotta go, bye bye. See you later. And then and then Yuki comes in. And he's like, "Hey, how about I do some sweet fortune telling to it?" And then yep. they proceed to not do that, but we'll come back to that in a second. I don't, I don't, did he actually specifically say anything no. about fortune telling? Because it's I th- like. I think I just assumed it, and then when it cuts back to him with a magnifying glass to it, I find it hilarious. Yeah, because I, I did get the feeling, it's like, is it gonna do the thing? And it's like, no, he's not gonna do that. He's just gonna say, hey, guess what? I can also do this because. I, I guess I know how to do it instead of you. I, I don't. I'm an adult with a magnifying glass. That's how it feels. Yeah. It's just um, like I'm an adult, magnifying glass. Here you go, lady. I will do this for you. Even though I'm sure you're perfectly capable of doing it yourself. Did Did we mention the part where um, where the where the ant character is like really freaked out about the picture of the house? We didn't say it specifically, but yeah, she was, when she saw the house, she got really worried for some reason. Yeah, they put the suspenseful strings in the background. She's like, I'm not going to tell you anything about that house. It's not important. Which is uh, very strange. <laughs> like, she doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah, I'm sitting here going, okay, why doesn't Ant want to talk about it? And I get a lot of the, like, inference I'm getting is I think you think she's from the mirror world no that's that would be a wild reveal (laughs) because she has seemed so incidental to the story so far yeah i don't think that's the case i mean maybe i could be wrong but it it could be um anyway um reiko calls back to ora journal hq to be like hey I know everybody says Takeshi's probably dead, but I don't believe them. So I'm going to go do shit. And Chief's like, okay, I'm going to down all of this green liquid. Yeah, like the IT lady is like pouring him something and he's just chugging it for a while. I don't know if it's meant to be like some sort of tea or some sort of energy drink. I don't know what it is. Very strange. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so then Shinji reflects on his new information, wondering if he was right. Um, and then Shiro shows up and he's like, hey, what do you want if you win? Yeah, some Shinji sweet... finally gets to talk to Shiro. Yeah. Shiro's like, you'll get some sweet, sweet power if you win. And Shinji's like, but, but why? I don't want to. Nothing. But why are you doing this? No, I do kind of love the... Like, yeah, I, I kind of like the smug uh, line that Shiro gives him at the end of the conversation here where he's like, look, if you're worried about what some of the other people want, just die. See, this this didn't read as <laughs> smug to me, 
this read to me as she, uh, this read to me as Shiro is fucking worried about what he, he I I'm for, I'm sure that he hasn't talked to uh what's her Shinji fuck Christ I'm sure he I'm sure he hadn't come and talked to Shinji because like oh this kid he's I didn't choose him he probably is just gonna die and it'll be fine. Right, right. And he then, assumed he wouldn't live in, very yeah. far into the game. And then Shinji continues to live and win, and he's influencing the people to stop them to fighting. And I get the feeling that Shiro is, like, kind of worried about, hey, maybe this guy might fuck everything up. I don't know if he's worried yet, but I'm also not entirely sure if he's real yet. <laughs> Like, undetermined this this read to me that shiro is like hey buddy i don't want you to fuck up my plans so hey let's try and bring you in on it and get you to do the right thing and say hey yeah come on you wanna you want some sort of wish don't you it doesn't work no it does not work um, yeah i guess because shinji doesn't have anything that he really wants to wish for well, it's it's not that I don't think he has anything he doesn't want to wish for. I think it's that his he is way too focused on the fact of oh, there's the yeah, I may have things I want, but there are literally monsters coming out eating and killing people, and people that I have gotten to be friends with are being actively hurt by this situation, and I want to fix it. Hey, dude, what the fuck are you trying to do? Yeah, true. So, uh, I wonder if it's uh like if they endanger like. It would seem like a really rational plot development to me to have some of the characters that Shinji really cares about be endangered at some point. Like, give him something to wish for. Like, I'm kind of hoping they do that at some point. We'll see. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, we then cut to Miyuki looking at the photo with a magnifying glass to figure out what's going on. Um there's a reflection that shows like a train in the window so they can like try to like chase that down also there's a couple kids in the window the kids um, are really creepy looking by the way even though they're just like blurry outlines the picture of the kids <laughs> it looks like someone took a jpeg or a png <laughs> of kids and just shoved them into the picture it does not look real yeah it, it yeah they're like slightly more they're less detailed or well, they're less blurry, but they're also less detailed than everything in the picture. It's a real interesting effect. It's it's fucking weird. So, we cut to Reiko real quick, who is, like, searching around, and she sees Takeshi in the mirror, but then he isn't there. Um, Shinji changes his location to Deep Think and does it in the office. And we get a very fun bit where uh, IT lady is getting legit freaked out. Nope, not yet. That's next episode. Oh, that's next episode? Shit. Yeah, this is the one where the chief has the line about um, there's one set of facts and a number of justifications. And that he should believe in himself. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're going to get everyone's interpretation, but you got to decide for yourself and go with that. Yeah. Um, Takeshi and Ren hang out at Takeshi's old hangout. Um, I got the Shin- feeling this was like his hangout when he was in high. Uh, he was a either high school or middle school delinquent. Yeah, I buy it. Oh yeah, like his like a uh, little like secret base thing that like kids have. Yeah, or he where he and his uh, lackeys would go hang out. It's just his holdover for his, from his Chunibyo days. <laughs> <laughs> he would be a Chuni. I know. That's why. I Um, that happens, Shinji reflects more, Yue and Miyuki go around looking for the house. Apparently Uh, there's only one train line in Tokyo that has a train with a red stripe on it, so... Well, it's... I... I forget how, but they identify the specific train line, and it's not that that's the only one that has a red. It's it is mostly an underground train line, and there are only yeah. two places where it runs above ground. Right, right. I mean, I was just joking about the red stripe thing. Like, it, there there could be plenty of details about the train that I just don't know because I don't well, know much about the trains. red stripe. Does come into play because later there's like, well, this is this is a picture from the far back past because there are no trains that ran on that line. 
that would have a red stripe like that. Until recently is the yeah, reveal until the recently. next episode. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they, they're figuring out where the house is. Uh, uh, they're looking for it still. They haven't got there yet. That happens later on. Yeah, first there's a confrontation between Shinji, Rin, and uh, what? what's the murderer dude's name? Takeshi. Asakura. Okay. I'm just it's gonna... te- technically we're both right. Maybe I'll just call him Snake Man. I mean that's fine too. Uh, yeah, that happens. Uh, Takeshi like complains about how he's supposed to be free and stuff, and he's breaking things with a pipe. And he's like, "Hey, go get Ryuki. I want to punch punch Ryuki." And Ren's like, "That's not that's not how that works." And then Shinji shows up anyway, so whatever. <laughs> um, also, the rhinos hanging around, that becomes important in a little bit. Uh, the rhino is... Uh, he, he, he gonna keep fighting. There's this really weird bit in here where they go to both go into the mirror world, and then when Shinji goes to do his henshin, the, the snake guy hits him with the pipe. And he falls over, and then the guy runs into the mirror world before him. I'm just like, well, why did Shenji just be like, well, fine, I'm not going in then. Because the, the <laughs> fight has come down, we gotta do it. Just, just, I mean, just don't go in. <laughs> yeah, it was very much a thing of like, just don't, dude, just leave. But no, can't do that. Yeah, he's being a jerk, just don't don't go fight him. Yeah, Shinji goes to transform, Takeshi bangs him with a pipe goes in first and the Shinji's like I'm still gonna do this anyway even though I'm hurt and I'm just gonna get beat up a bunch which then proceeds to happen yeah yeah um oh yeah Shinji just have like the speech of like you know I don't know what the right answer is but I know what the wrong answer is and the wrong answer is letting you beat me up for no reason (laughs) so I'm gonna fight you head on yeah he's like I'll probably figure out, like, fighting seems like a good way to do, to progress things. So, time for fights. Yeah. That happens. There's a fight. Um, Shinji's getting beat up. Miyuki and Yue find... The house. The house, and then Yui, like, starts having flashback things, kind of, sort of. Yeah, she's getting, like, the mirror echo starts going in her head, and she has, like, weird flashbacks of glass shattering and stuff. Being a kid, running around the house with her brother, and drawing. Yeah. Strange stuff. Um, Yui's like, I'm afraid to go in the house, but I don't know why. Um, Yuki's just like, okay, bye, and goes in the house. Um, most of the stuff's covered up with mirrors while Yue's still freaking out outside. Um, Shinji gets beat up a bunch. Um, Takeshi goes to final vent him, but then Ren saves him and is like, ah, I'll, I'll kill Shinji now. I changed my mind. But before I'm going to do that, we're going to beat you up. Because yeah. fuck you. Yeah, but before that, I'm going to beat you up first. And then the rhino shows up. And Takeshi's like... One contract monster? That's dumb. How about two? Because I've got a second rider thing for... I've got a second contract card for no discernible reason. So then he just makes a second contract with the rhino and then attacks Ren and Shinji. It doesn't seem like it actually helps him that much either because he can still only use one at a time as far as we can tell. Well, he gains access, I think it's he gains access to, like, the special moves of the Rhino, because the final vent he uses is the same one that Shit Kid used. Right, right. Yeah. Which, like, okay. We'll just have to take the show's word for it that this is an increase in power. Uh, it's, it's more. Yeah, it's more stuff. Um... And then Miyuki uh, finds Shiro in a room full of mirrors. Yeah, tries right. to get answers, and it doesn't work. Oh no! What is what a fucking surprise! Yeah, the, the, the episode just kind of ends there. Shiro yeah. continues to be a. I'm not going to tell you anything. Just do what I say. 
I I'm wondering if the original person who had the Ryuki deck will come into play at some point here, because uh, that person is the only other person, the only other time we've seen covered up reflective surfaces was in their apartment. That's, That's very true. Um, but that's the first episode. Yeah, and the, uh, I don't think we mentioned, but the mirror room that uh, Shiro is in is like it's it's all wavy mirrors and like curved mirrors and stuff. It's like woo mirror. Room. They they have done their best to make the uh, this special room feel like ooh, you're 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 in the area between the worlds. Ooh, you might get. Shiro Kanzaki might come get ya. <laughs> Ooh, mirrors. Um, anyway, next episode, um, there's a recap at the beginning, because there's always a recap. Um, and then um, Miyuki and Shiro meet up, and Miyuki's like, what's going on? And Shiro's like, well, why don't you, why don't you fight some more? Garrett, I think you've been calling both Snake Guy and Manta Ray Guy Miyuki. No, Miyuki is um, the fortune teller guy, and uh, Takeshi is the murderer. Okay. Sorry, Miyuki and Shiro <laughs> meet up. Miyuki, I'm still right about this. I, yeah, you're right about that. I just thought that you might have mixed them up at one point. I don't think I did. Maybe you didn't. Maybe it was just me. Maybe. Um, but he's asking questions about Shiro, and Shiro's like, well, why don't you fight? And Shiro's like, I chose Takeshi just, you know, for your sake as well. I chose um, you guys would have someone to fight and not stop oh yeah, hang my on. plans. Hang on. There's a thing in the first episode that we forgot to mention where Miyuki asked Takeshi if he remembers Yuichi. And we find out in this episode that Yuichi was supposed to be the original Raya. But then Miyuki took over for him because he's dead, presumably killed by Takeshi. Yes, that was the implication. Was that Asakura was the one that killed him? Yeah. Um, the writer fight is still going, even though the time limits are are going off, and no one really seems to super care too much. Well, only Snake Guy's time limit goes off. The other no, two... Ryuki's time limit starts to go as well because he went in the same time as him. Does it? it I don't yeah. see him evaporating in the episode. It does. But... They're all evaporating. Okay, fair enough. And there's a bit in here where like the uh, the guy the guy uh, Ryuki's suit actor like has to do like a standing somersault and then fall down a uh, hill. And it's actually a really impressive stunt, but it's very clear that he like did that on purpose. A little bit. That's okay. <laughs> I'm still like, damn, that was an impressive somersault, my dude. Very much so. <laughs> um. So there's that time it's going off. Uh. Takashi tries to kill everybody, but they kind of just get out. Um, like, I know they tell us he's a murderer, but he's very bad at killing, actually killing people. I don't know. He killed Guy. That's true. Um, Everyone cut wanted back. that guy to die, though. He sucked. We cut back to Miyuki and Shiro, and Shiro tosses Miyuki a survive card. Um, I knew what this was right away, so I'm like, oh shit, that's a survive card. I, I, it, I oh. did not. It's I thought it was just going to let you play like survive vent or something, and you get to not die, yeah. like an extra life. Me, me. On the other hand, I'm like, oh shit, that's that's the new form card. Oh, oh four new forms. And then like Shiro just kind of pieces out. Miyuki finds an F six drawing book that's blank. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, uh, it, it's a big, it's like a big artist notebook, but all of the pages have been ripped out, and it's just yeah. the cover. It got, it, it was a feeling to me that it was the same drawing book we had seen the kids drawing in, in Yue's, Yui's, uh, memories, but someone had specifically torn out all the pages. Yeah, and like, a weird tentacle thing comes out of one of the mirrors and slashes his hand. Yeah, yeah. there's this weird monster that is related to... Yeah, I think I... this monster is also related to Yuichi, so maybe the monster killed Yuichi. I don't know. Maybe he just died twice. 
There are like, still like shadows. Still don't they know if there twice. are mirror people. Maybe there's mirror people. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so everybody makes it out of the writer fight somehow. Takeshi like tries to be like, but I want to keep fighting. But then he passes out, and Brennan and Shinji kind of just leave. Yeah, this is why I thought that he was further on in his time limit because he like is more fucked up when they jump out of the mirror world. Oh, I think he exerted himself more, but him and Shinji were in there for the same time, more or less. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, they definitely were, but I just don't know if everyone has the same time limits because we don't know how the time limits work. Yeah. Um, so Ren and Shinji talk about how they need to deal with Takeshi and they can't tell the cops. Because he's just a common writer, so he'll just fight his way out and put the cops in danger. And He'll I, just murder. You know, I've, I've, I've had a thought. The cops have been a significantly less presence than I thought they were based off the first couple episodes. Well, that's because in the first episode we talked about how they were useless. Yeah, Remember? but like... They were, it, they were being woke in the first episode. It was. <laughs> but it was like, I, I had got the feeling like, okay, yeah, the cops are going to be a problem because we got our journalists reporting on the truth and the cops don't want the truth. There's going to be some corruption. Nope cops aren't even a thing <laughs> i mean they've still sucked every time they've appeared yeah they, they haven't ever like <laughs> been on the part on the group team side but like, they're just not a thing i mean i guess there was the one time they were in the hostage situation but they didn't actually help with that at all no they just kind of hung around i don't know maybe they'll maybe we'll get more cop stuff i probably not so then, and then, like, Ren flashes back to Shinji being like, I'm going to be serious and fight you seriously. And then Ren's like, I, I guess we can be friends again. In his very tsundere way. Ren's like, you owe me one. Or Ren's like, I owe you one, Shinji. And Shinji's like, what? For what? Ah, just forget about that debt and we'll call it even. And Ren's like, no, I absolutely want that money. And it's then a, they... It's 150 grand. Wait, but no, it was only like... It was only like thirty grand. No, one hundred and fifty now. It was like three hundred bucks. <laughs> A little it bit. It just keeps going up whenever. Yep. Um. So that happens. What happens after that? Um. UA just seems to continue to just have like a bad trip about remembering about the house. Um, she, like, fainted, and I guess, like, Miyuki brought her back, so then Miyuki shares the info, um, with, uh, Shinji and Ren, and he's like, the kids can't be Yue and Shiro, because, like, the train's current. Yeah, the train didn't happen until recently, so the picture has to be from recently. Yeah, so then Ren's like, okay, uh, we'll look into it, but don't bring Yui, uh, it's really odd that she fainted. And then Ren walks off, and Miyuki's like, "Hey, hey, Ren, you seem a lot less bur- burdened. Like, are you you cool? You seem cool." <laughs> I, I mean, everyone's extremely willing to forgive Ren for his brief. Uh, maybe I'll just murder everyone. Phase. I mean, he didn't murder anybody, so I guess it's okay. I mean, he was thinking about it. He was definitely thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't mean he was good at it, though. He did a bad job. If you're bad enough at being a bad guy, then everyone will forgive you. Guess Something so. like that. Um, so Ren goes to talk to Yue, and Yue's like, "Hey, um, don't go out on your own. You know, we'll help you do that." And Yue's like, "No, I want to know what's happening. Fuck you." Yeah, it is. It is very nice to see that we we have the characters come in and go, "Hello, female character." Stop doing your things, and the fem- and you. Her response is no. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, she's like I'm not like I'm trying to figure out a thing. I don't really care what you think. Now I'm totally su- suspecting that she'll basically be damseled a whole bunch, but you know, hey. Uh, I mean, chances are good. Yeah, mm. unfortunately. Um. So there's that. 
Um, Abuki freaks out with a new prediction, saying that he's the next one that's going to die. Um, I think Shiro also told him that, too. Yeah, Shiro Kanzaki, Shiro was very much like, hey, you need to fight or else you'll you'll be the next one to die. Oh, it'll be bad Ooh. for you. Yeah. It's like, I don't believe you, man. You, you oh. say these things and I, I don't believe you. Being mysterious only gets you so far. But yeah, it's... Uh, he does this thing of like, oh, yeah, no, I'm gonna be the next one to die. But but maybe not, because fortunes can change. <laughs> love, I love his thing of like, oh, yeah, my fortunes are always true. Unless they get changed. <laughs> yeah, but like, he says like, fake can be changed, but it's really hard. Especially so for common writers. Yeah. Like, like, okay, how do you know this? He's an expert in fate, I guess. Yeah, but you have nothing to know about common writers. <laughs> it's just silly to me. It, it is pretty silly, yeah. Um, so I mean, cut... common writers exist in this universe. There's no reason that fortune telling shouldn't also work there. Fair. <laughs> It reminds me of the thing where people are always like, how do we deal with the fact that Magneto is so old in in that universe? And I'm like, guys, there are people in reality who think that magnets make you live forever and never get sick or whatever. Just say that actually works in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Conspiracy theories keep the Marvel Universe alive. <laughs> There's like bunch of bunch of weird bullshit that people believe in the real world. Just say that stuff's actually true in other settings. Hopefully it would work. Okay. So where were we in this episode? Um we cut to um Kitaoka and Goro. And Kitaoka's like, ah, Takeshi's dead, but that's bullshit because cause Shiro tells him when people die. Oh, I think we skipped past uh, the reveal of the Phoenix guy. No, it's just when uh, it, it's when Shiro it shows Shiro and there's like that fancy monster next to him. Yeah, I, I thought this was a Phoenix guy. I mean, I don't. He's probably gonna be revealed to be like a dolphin or something. But I thought he was like <laughs> didn't realize he was an actual like. I thought it's just a monster, not an actual dude. Oh, see, I was thinking this was like an actual dude, but maybe not. Because I didn't see a belt on him. That's true. I mean, yeah, I, think I don't know. Monster. Yeah, maybe can Shiro control monsters now? Maybe. Probably. Maybe he always did. But yeah, like I'm sitting there. You're like, can he control monsters? Yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Kitaoka and Goro have a scene together. Let's see. It's just it. It reinforces. Oh man, Goro sure does care about Kitaoka a lot. A man, I sure hope nothing bad comes from this. <laughs> oh hey, what's that? Goro got captured? Kitaoka yeah. doesn't care or is trying Ki to make himself not care? Kitaoka's kind of a jerk in this episode. Yeah. Oh. Oridernal gets a gets a phone call. I, I kind of like this phone call they get. It's really unclear like who it's from or if it's from anyone who has any actual power or anything. But they're like, hey, what's up with you guys printing that that guy might not be dead? That's speculation. You guys don't know that. And they're, like, they're all standing around the phone just being like, hey, stop giving a shit about which stories we publish. Yeah, it's. I'm not sure if it was like supposed to, because like, it's the editor right there. And they seem to be independently funded. So I guess it's just one of the readers calling to complain? Yeah, it's like one of the it's like one of the readers calls in and is like, Hey, you're the only place that says he isn't dead. Why do you say that? Why are you lying? What proof do you have? Which is, you know, reasonable, but I'm not sure <laughs> calling up a newspaper to complain about it is like the best thing to do. I mean, I feel like they could have just gone like, No body was found, click. Yeah, like, I'm sitting here going, 
why do you think he's dead? Because uh, we get the police reports. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, it was, it was in an area. Guys, was really... the sea currents are complex. Yeah, there. the sea currents are really <laughs> complex there. And I'm sitting there going, how is that not a good enough explanation for well, you? No, I'm, I'm sitting there. Yeah, like, well, maybe it's because the car didn't go into the sea and just landed on the beach. Are you saying that he crawled his way out of the car and collapsed into the sea and was carried away by the currents? Because that sounds even more out of here. Like, yeah. No, come on, man. And the chief like has a line about, like, look, if I'm wrong, I'll shave my head or something. Yeah, it's, it is some weird Japanese idiom that I don't get. Yeah, I don't know. Although, well, uh, no, I, I can think of, like, because... Cutting the top knot is supposed to be shameful, or you do that to repent, so I could see it being changed to like, oh yeah, just cut off all your hair. I mean, I've seen the, the, the like, where some guy will be like, I'll put my hair on the line for, like, a challenge or something. I've seen this happen in, like, schools and workplaces and stuff, and I've seen it before. Yeah, I, I can get it, it's just... Man, it's, it's a fucking strange one. It's not not weird, but, like, it also happens. Yeah. Um, so there's that, yeah, so Goro goes out, he's gonna go find Takeshi, which he does recently, and then he gets kidnapped. Yeah, because Goro's like, yeah, yeah, I'll sh I should be able to fight this guy. Which, yeah, no, Goro has been shown to be a pretty competent fighter, so... But he can't fight a mirror monster that take that like sneaks up behind him. Yeah, and ca ca gets him from the side. Man, can't Goro do could that. probably fist fight a monster if he had the chance. I mean, he probably could, to be honest. I want to see that now. Me too. Um, Miyu or Shinji even visits Miyuki at a diner. Miyuki asks around about the house, and there was an explosion thirteen years ago. The girl wasn't harmed, and the boy was harmed. Now they think it's Yui and Shiro. Yeah, it's it is it is very obvious that like it's the boy had super severe burns, and the girl was suspiciously unharmed. So I'm like, is okay. So is it Yui, and was it? What's going on? I don't is, know. Is this time travel, or is it, what? Maybe. Um, mirror versions of those kids are creeping around. That's Maybe. that is my thought. Is that Yui is a mirror version? Oh, this is oh shit! If this was like an us thing, that would be amazing. Okay, so here here's my random speculation for what really went on. Okay, uh, so back in the past, in that explosion, the real Yui died, but the mirror version of her came through. So Kanzaki's entire thing growing up with all of his experiments is trying to get his original sister back somehow by contacting the mirror. I'm not saying he has the best idea or that it's right, but this is what he's trying to do. Contact the mirror dimension. And then it just fucked up. There's still a little girl, though. So, like, there's there's still, like, a, the, there's a little boy and a little girl. So I feel like they're... Needs yeah, to no, see, not be, uh, but that, need to not be dead. That's why it was, like, Kanz that was the real Kanzaki, but that's because he got really actually burned. And his, uh, the real UA, quote unquote, either got to the mirror world or was, or died in the fire. And that's why it's like, man, it's really weird that the little girl had no burns after being in this oh. house fire. Oh so, oh, so you mean, like, the one we know is, like, a projection of that little yes. girl that's been living long enough to grow up and stuff? Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. I have no idea if this is true, but it's a fun thought thing for me to do. So there's that, and then Shinji's like, hey, Miyuki, how are you, like, all calm when, like, you're, you're gonna, you say you're gonna die? He's like, I'm just cool like that. Yeah, it does feel like we don't really get an answer as to why he's okay, so it's like, yeah, no, I'm just... Just fine with it, I guess. This is strange, but okay. There's that. Oh, he also asks why Miyuki became writer, and this is where Miyuki talks about how he went to the place of a friend that was chosen, and that person's dead. Came it because, yeah, did it for his friend. 
It's like, ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of vague. I, I guess, I think we get some flashes of it later. But it's very much a thing of like, eh, I, I would like some more detail on that, but, you know. We're not going to get it, apparently. Um, <laughs> we cut back to Kitaoka, who's kind of just napping. And then he gets a phone call from um, someone, we assume it's Takeshi, who, or no, it is Takeshi. And he goes like, hey, I kidnapped Goro. If you want him back, bring all the riders. And then before this, I think we forgot to talk about how Goro visited the cafe to see if Takeshi was still as if Takeshi still is alive from Ren, which he did. Right. Um. So then, like the door goes off at Kidoka's place, and Ren just showed up there because he followed up on the thing where Goro came in. Ren is uh, doing good work, actually following up on shit for once. Yeah, good good job out of him for once. Um, Miyuki hears mirror sounds. Shinji hears mirror sounds. Everybody's hearing mirror sounds. Yeah, it flashes to Shiro, and Miyuki gets pulled into a weird a mirror by a monster by the Phoenix monster thing, and then Shinji goes in after him. They start fighting. Shinji's captured behind some fire. Um, Goro's like, or not Goro. Kidoka's like, I'm not gonna save Goro because I fight as a writer for myself and myself alone. And Ren's like, what? You're not going to go save this guy who literally devotes his entire life to you? Nah, fuck him. I and think then, we've got a problem. Yeah, and then Kidoka's like, do you want to throw down then? Although uh, it did, it did definitely feel like to me, because Kidoka is doing saying all of this, and he's specifically turned away from Ren, where in most other conversations he's had with other people, he very openly faces them and almost seems to be like, oh yeah, you know, you can't do anything, I'm just going to be me. But it very much felt like he is facing away from Ren for the specific purpose of Ren not being able to see, like, the actual difficulty yeah. on his face of, oh, I have to abandon this. The one person that I may, might consider as a friend and asset, I'm going yeah, to have to like, abandon them. It's pretty clear that his emotions in the scene are like he wants to, but, like, he has some weird principle that's not allowing him to. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, he explains it. It's just a dumb, dumb reason that like he will only fight for himself. It, it is a dumb reason that it feels like even he doesn't fully believe. Because if he if he fully believed it, he wouldn't be having problems with it. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So, oh, um, okay. So we go back over to Miyuki fighting. Uh, yeah, like, both Ryuki and, and, uh, Raya, I think is the Stingray writer. Yes. And they're, they're both fighting this weird phoenix monster thingy. Uh, yeah, Raya uses his final vent. I, I forget if this is the first time we've seen this or not, but he uses it to, like, blow up the monster. That I don't recall. Yeah, he fights, and, like, Miyuki, like, is taking, like, a vendetta specifically to this monster and, like, pushes Shinji away and all this stuff. Yeah, there are some... There are some then, like, flashes of some scene of a person bleeding and dr uh, like dripping blood on the floor that is getting Miyuki like really heated, but we don't know who it is or like I'm surmising that it's his friend who died. Yeah, but we I, I guess this sure monster yet. is the same one that killed his friend and cut his hand. Cut his hand, yeah. Well, I'm not sure how it fits into his like. I'm not sure if it specifically only killed his friend because then it's. Why would if it's if it's the one that killed his friend, why would Asakura have anything to do with it, and why would Miyuki have asked him like, "Hey, do you remember this person's name?" Yeah, yeah, I don't. It's super weird. I don't know. I'm sure we'll get explanations for it at some point. We'll see. Yeah, we, we get to see a preview for uh, the new writer, the new knight form in the uh, episode preview, so that's pretty cool. Yep, yeah, apparently Ren gets the survive card given to him from Miyuki. For some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Shinji wasn't there. But Miyuki got to revenge his friend, maybe, so... I don't know. Maybe, possibly, we haven't beaten... The, or Was the monster beaten? Yes, it was. So last time we watched Ryuki, I it uh, occurred to me that uh, 
the whole show fits into the framework of that joke that was popular recently of men will literally blank rather than go to therapy. Uh, yeah. And, like, these these two episodes are extremely also in that vein. Especially for Ren. Like, yeah. Ren is, like, this, men, men will literally participate in a Karate Bugman death game rather than go to therapy. Yeah, Ren definitely feels like maybe he should go talk with a therapist about how he's feeling. Yeah, and um, <laughs> a lot of the other characters are basically at that point now, too. Yeah. Shin- Shinji is, like, the only character who seems well-adjusted. And that's because he's an idiot. He, he, he's he's well-adjusted, <laughs> he's just kind of an idiot. I don't know, we'll see. <laughs> But yeah, that's common Rider for this week. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I still think both these episodes are fine. I have I no, them. I have no issues with them. I don't know why I don't. I feel like I should. I feel like nothing's happened for like twenty-two episodes, but I'm not angry about it. I it's, mean, when they introduced the premise, it seemed like the show was going to progress by having the death game progress, and like that's just not what's going to happen at this point. Like. It, it does not like it feels more like we are we are more interested in exploring the relationships these characters have with each other and how they deal with the death game than actual death game info right right yeah i mean it's yeah it's it's definitely like it dealing with like the core premise but just like the core premise isn't necessarily moving anywhere not yet and uh, I, I guess it's just probably not going to, or... I feel like we're getting closer, because, like, Shiro's showing up for, like, two episodes in a row now. Yeah, they're they're in the mirror house, which, uh, yeah. So, maybe we're going to hit a turn soon here. I mean, we are just about getting close to about halfway through. So That's true. I'd hope it starts going forward. I mean, it's a good show. Ryuki is just, like, I haven't... We haven't really had any episodes yet where I'm like, I didn't enjoy that, or I was bored. Yeah. Yeah, Ryu- yeah it, Ryuki isn't really a boring... It, it's not a boring show. Like, it's always fun. It's snappily written, and, you know, the characters are played in an entertaining way. I am interested to see... Like, I'm not, I don't think we'd do it for the show, maybe, but I am interested to see how Dragon Warrior came out and what they did with it. Dragon Knight? Dragon Knight, yes. Not Dragon <laughs> Warrior. Dragon Warrior's the other Americanized uh, yes. localization. I'm, I'm interested to see how Dragon Knight would uh, pan out. Yeah, I mean, oh. we could do that. There there do exist rips. There do. <laughs> I, didn't they come out with like a DVD release recently? In Japan. Oh, okay. I gotcha. <laughs> I just love the idea of a fucking DVD release of an American du- of an English dub that released in America of a Japanese show being released only in Japan. <laughs> that is silly. Yeah, it's it's wild. Um. <laughs> anyway, this show is on the internet at journeythroughthedecacast.com where there's links to all of the podcatchers. Chris is in my Twitter, the network Twitter, and that's that's mostly it. There's probably some other stuff. I, I have half been considering to get a Twitter just to follow Don't artists. Don't do it. No, Don't just, do it. just to follow artists and so that I can uh, get commissions off of... God, what's that fucking... There's a Japanese... Jap- there's a Japanese commission website that you requ- requires a Twitter. It... And well, it can't be Pixiv because that doesn't no, it's require not Twitter. Pixiv, it's uh... I didn't remember. The service Evan is thinking of is called Skeb. It's quite handy, and I will include a link to it in the show notes. Anyway, don't do it. Still, eh? We'll see. See, generally, don't do it because bad takes. Don't do it for that because horny on main. Well, I mean. <laughs> I would be. Exactly. on Main is like the only good thing about Twitter, though. 
Anyway, we'll be back. <laughs> you got not going to agree or disagree? I, I'm just not going to take part. Okay. Um, do what you want. Um, next week we'll be back with something. Maybe Gotcha Men. Maybe all of us will be on a Gotcha Men episode. We That'd should do fine. that. I feel bad that I like haven't been able to be on the last two Gotcha Men episodes. It's all right. Like, had a lot to say, but like I said, my life has been insane lately. Life happens. Um, uh, twenty twenty one has like not. It just needs to fucking chill. Like just. Take a fucking break I, for a little I, while. I get the feeling it's going to be like this at least for the next decade or so. Yeah, I, this might just be reality now. It's a, <laughs> I, I saw a good fucking tweet a while back that I shared in a couple places of I I am getting the quoted line was I am very I am getting very tired of having been born in a century after the fuck around century so now we're in the find out century yeah yeah the 20th century was the fuck around century and the immediate reply is i am very worried at how many people with medical degrees and science degrees are retweeting this (laughs) yeah yeah that was a that was a pretty good one i mean like but it could be worse like times were definitely worse before it's just different problems yeah no it, it is different like yes Overall, on the actual global scale, the world is doing better than it ever has. It's just that in our particular part of the world and country, we have the slow decay of a great power and all the fun yeah. that comes with. I mean, the, the problem is just that we're living with a bunch of people who lived through the about 50 years where things were pretty chill and they didn't have to worry about stuff. And it's really insufferable to the fucking rest of us who have never gotten to, to live with that. Yeah, it's not the best. <laughs> Complains about the $15 wage, incru- wage hike. Lived at a time talks about how they only got seven dollars per hour oh hey which with inflation for... is 16.50 yeah so maybe you should <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> oh god there i, I love oh, god i i forget exactly how they do the joke about this like gumball gumball is an amazing show by the way if gumball is fantastic it. it's like it's I've fucking never nuts seen it. It's crazy how good that show is. But I love the bit where his dad's like, I graduated high school with only $3 in my pocket. And after I put a down payment on a car and a house, I still had plenty left over to pay for my wedding. Yeah, Mm, I bet. (laughs) It's very funny. Anyway, um, until next time, we're just a passing through podcast. Remember that. What was this episode? I don't know. Eh, We're kind of all over the place today. It happens. Goodbye. I'm gonna good, click stop good, now. Good night, everybody. Okay, look, look, hold on, hold on. The okay, thing now, I, I, I got, I have to explain the Grail thing. Okay, the Grail in Fuyuki isn't like other Holy Grails because in the Third Holy Grail War, uh, one of the teams got mad about losing and they summoned a super evil dude. And but he actually sucked at fighting. But when he died, his concept got added to the Grail, and his concept was everything evil in existence. So the Grail in the main Fate Stay Night universe got super fucked up from that, and was like, it's just it's the worst imaginable thing. Like it's, uh, like in 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 Fate Zero, they explain that it can literally only grant wishes by killing people. That's the only thing it can do. And any wish you make, it will try to solve by killing enough people to make it happen. Uh, I like my answer where it's just bodily fluids. <laughs>